Welcome back, listeners, to the next episode of the Abby Singer, a movies and TVs podcast. Uh, we're still alive. We're still alive. Elizabeth Moss fights the Invisible Man, which we review in this episode, as uh, the whole world, in fact, is in fighting the Invisible Man in this coronavirus. Uh, so this was recorded before it was considered a national emergency and everything's kind of been turned upside down so uh we know you're probably not going to be doing a whole lot sitting at home in the evenings you may not even be able to go to work so studios are going to be putting their new releases digitally now on demand like voodoo and uh, stuff like that so we're going to try to review them and put them up faster so you can listen to them and so anyway without further ado uh we're going to review invisible man talk about the new frozen and uh, some other things so here we go Hello there. Howdy. Welcome back to the seventh Howdy. episode of the Abby Singer Movies and TV Podcast, where we're going to talk about... Seven? Oh, lucky number seven. You made it to seven? Lucky number seven. Mm. You see that? Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're the only ones that saw that. <laughs> Josh Hart, Matt. Yeah. Something like that. Anyway, well, we're going to talk about uh, The Invisible Woman. What? <laughs> Is he the Invisible that's, Man? Is, is that Invisible the... Man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's been a the long woman. day. <laughs> the uh, sun's coming out. Grass is growing. And I just... Gotta just cut... It's just a constant fight against nature. Just nature just wants to take everything over. So that's that's what you do. Yeah. Right now, we're doing a spoiler-safe review. Um, I did mention I saw Frozen 2. Yeah. It's Music good? Miller, or uh, Aaron, it's about dams. Hydroelectric power. It's about dams. Uh, one of the big, as a kid's one of, movie? One of the big cruxes of the story is dams. A da- large dam being destroyed I don't get to it. save a community. It's not It's not very good. No, I don't know. I never even saw the first one uh, get killed for that. I mean, but. the music's fun, Yeah, but it's not as good as the first one. Uh, yeah. They kind of made it more complicated than it needed to be. They'll make ten of them. So and that's all I want to really say about Frozen Two. There'll be more uh, chances. Finally finishing the newsroom. Oh, we're gonna try to finish that tonight. I hadn't finished it all the way through. Uh, did Did you? Uh, but you did. You have. I've seen it. several episodes of the first and second season. Yeah. Um, so, have you checked out anything else? Mm, I did. I started Hill House, The Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. That's, I watched the first episode. It's better than most scary TV shows. Uh, I finally watched American Horror Story. Uh, what was the newest one? No, 1984. It was, it was, it was good. It was good. It's all about the 80s. Yeah. It was, it was well done for, for a trope. We got Wonder Woman, 1984. 80s is hot right now. Stranger Things. Just, it's all about 80s, the 80s music even. Yeah. It's yeah. all cycling around. Yeah. 
we're gonna try to watch the Sad Fleck movie. Sad Ben yeah. Fleck movie. Yeah, I normally don't care about those movies, but it looks like a solid drama. Yeah. Perhaps like, a little autobiographical, would you mm-hmm. say? Basketball movie where Affleck is the coach and has a alcohol problem. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd check it out. And then I will probably see Onward and report back on that. Probably not going to do a full review. Uh, on- Onward, the Disney movie. Uh huh. It just looks like the most adequate <laughs> Pixar movie they've yeah. ever done. Just plain. Just, it just looks like regular people in fairy tale makeup going on a road trip. I can't yeah. think of anything more forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> I care less. It's got cool people in it, but I, yeah. I don't care. I mean, we'll see what happens. It could be not bad. Not, not <laughs> terribly painful. Might be enjoyable, best. Yeah. So anyway, we saw Invisible Man pretty much on opening night. Mm-hmm. Um, pack theater. I feel like that helped a lot because yeah. you know you get you got a lot of good reaction and everything. Everybody was silent <laughs> for a good majority of that movie. Yeah, you could hear. You couldn't hear people breathe. Um, probably because they weren't. At points. Uh, Would you call it a horror movie or scary movie or thriller or a hybrid? I mean, it's thriller, but it's... For a movie to be uh, successful and it's in a storytelling, there needs to be tension. Yeah. Unless you don't care and you'll fall asleep or you'll change the channel mm-hmm. or whatever. This thing has tension for days. Yeah. With very little... They didn't try to do much. No. With it. It was just a fresh. And I think that's why it works. It's take it, on it's like j- Jaws. Old story. Uh very low budget. Yeah. And didn't go in with it with didn't go into it with high expectations. Um just cuz look kind of you know that story's been done several yeah. times. But yeah, some good good twists. It looked like uh your more typical kind of I guess slasher or something, mm-hmm. but it's kind of funny that they use the Invisible Man, which is a very classic kind of monster movie uh, character. And I think for a minute, Universal was trying to bundle this into their quote unquote monsters universe because everything has a universe now, thanks to Marvel. Of course. But uh, Tom Cruise tried to redo the Mummy, and didn't go so well. Um. Who tried to redo the money? Tom Mummy? Cruise. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, that big Tom came out three years ago. Or yeah, when you get the <laughs> someone, the writer of Transformers to direct your Mummy remake, that's probably what happens. And yeah. So I've tried to watch. Had it they twice. not milked I enough just, money out of that movie? It played on on <laughs> uh, cable for decades. Yes, I remember watching it growing up. Just is just constantly on. Yeah, and my. Dad would watch it or something, yeah. Was, you just watch a little bit of it, and you're like, oh, it's kind of And I'd sit down and watch a little bit, and i hate it. Just, I think that franchise is also responsible for Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, Scorpion yeah, King it is, is the first movie I think he was in. Or he, yeah, uh, before, he was the lead in. He was still by The Tom? Rock then. 
I think before so. Walking Tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. Um, so the Wayne. It was made. This is for a Buffalo Nickel in the movie world for seven million dollars. That's and I don't think we're really spoiling. Cameras. Yeah, exactly. And, I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think we're spoiling anything, but if you watch the trailers, you see some special effects going on, and the fact that they did that and it looked good, yeah. And what to what point they used that? Um, and you know, there's not a, a star-studded cast other than Elizabeth Moss, who I wouldn't consider her. Maybe now she is an A-lister, but she's a then, very she's under like the radar, the edge. but she's. Yeah, she's a killer. She's like killer a actress. sneaky A-lister. Um, because I've not seen Handmaid's Tale. I've heard she's exceptional in it. Um, she was in. She's in Mad Men. Mad Men, which I saw a little bit of, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, another one that they've made a franchise out of, not Final Destination or something like that. Ah. Something early on. How did you like her acting in this movie? She did a great job of portraying someone who uh, was victim of domestic violence and, um, of course, mental, obviously, gaslighting. So that, obviously... Yeah, she's just very believable. Yeah. You weren't like... It wasn't like watching an actor or watching some big name actor. It's just, you believe that this person may or may not have been going crazy. And uh, when she's scared, you really felt it. Yeah. Really walking the line of, Uh, like most great horror thriller movies do, of uh, mental health and supernatural. Even or just the beginning of the movie. Sci-fi too. Yeah. How much tension you can build off of very simple shots just on furniture and stuff. Yeah. There's less is more. Yeah. Not doing some like predator effect where they're like, you know, it's obviously a visual effect of an invisible. Yeah. Looking cloak type thing. Right. Uh, but just kind of panning the camera over showing a chair. You can see there's an indention in the chair. Uh, making the audience think and second guess themselves for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's even really, when you know he's standing there, it still yeah. messes with you. Is he really? Because you're you're like I don't. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. The director of this movie, Lee Wanell or Wanell, I'm going to say Wanell. Do you remember watching the first Saw movie? It was Saw. That was the franchise. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the actor? who was locked in the room with the guy from uh, Princess Bride. Yes. He was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. This is the director of the invisible man. That guy. (laughs) Oh, so he's, he was in it and acted and started. He ended up working in special effects on insidious. The first Saul was, did he he direct some in that? He he didn't. He wrote it. Wrote it. He yeah. wrote Saw. So yeah, it and was now the director of the, Saw, and that's what shined through in in that franchise was mm-hmm. well the first movie, the first was, couple. Yeah, the writing. Um, after that, yeah. but 
But yeah, good for him. That's uh, coming up to make something this classic feeling um, and not have it be hoaxy. Yeah. Or having a, a shtick or a gimmick. It's uh, it it's a good mix of of genres, I guess, because it's kind of part horror, part sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know, part thriller, and when there's that many different little just, things going on, it just makes it more interesting. Yeah, uh, like the things about uh, <laughs> the the person that's supposed to be playing this supposed this alleged visible man. Mm-hmm is a wizard of sorts, like working for the government or something, working in the, quote, optics industry. Optics, yeah. Uh, so it kind of makes it more believable. Yeah. And, you know, there are reports of, there's even video on YouTube of a guy, like, jumping on a tank and then jumping off a tank from, like, CCCTV, you know, like, security cam footage in some foreign country. Mm. And it looks, you know, it's supposed to be a guy in a invisible suit. So... And it kind of looks like it, so you know, it's halfway believable. And yeah, uh, they made it for seven million dollars, which I can't believe after seeing some of the graphics. Yeah, yeah, and it's made a hundred million, so they've absolutely made a killing. Uh, so good for them. But one thing that, uh. There's a music video director. He's also made a future film, a feature film. His name's Joseph Kahn. He's directed Britney Spears videos and now Taylor Swift. You would know that. (laughs) He's made some of the best music videos in the last 20 (laughs) years. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, And he's a great Twitter follower. I just love all the different aspects of Britney Spears that you know. Like just who her producer was, Listen, or man, her she's directors, a, or she had some bangers. Oh, okay? I, I get it, I get it. Um, <laughs> so back to Joseph Kahn. There are a lot of people talking about how, or crowning this movie for it. You know, making good use of whoever's money that it only made seven million dollars and it was mm. still a hit. Yeah, and it's like it's a waste of money to spend a hundred million or two hundred million. Uh, but his point was something like Mission Impossible or another big studio movie. Blockbuster movie. Um, he referenced that when you watch the credits of that, those movies, there's like 20 minutes of people that worked on it. Mm-hmm. So it was like those big movies give people jobs. Yeah. Now granted, some of those are overseas, but it's still like paying for people. Sure. Um, oh yeah. So, you know, there's a place for it, but yeah. kudos Kudos to Lee Wan L and Elizabeth Bonds for making this movie. It's really good. We're mm-hmm. gonna move on. <laughs> so I just that's a that's a tidbit. No, yeah, no, I I never thought of it that way. All the jobs they create when they make blockbusters, but um, yeah, this didn't need to be made a blockbuster. It would have been super cheesy and awful. This felt like a great Black Mirror episode. Ooh, like that, what it? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, they should have picked it up and just. If you don't know, Black Mirror is like a modern day twilight on netflix i hope you've watched it yeah every episode's a different story very twilight zone tech it's some of the best some of the best tv yeah going right now um so anyway we're gonna talk about spoilers now 
So there are some twists. There are some twists. So if you don't want to hear about it, get go get. I don't get. So what do you think about twist? Or talk about the twists. twists. Yeah. What were some of the twists? So as I kind of break down into it a little bit, the main actress. Elizabeth Moss. She once she it's believed that her husband commits suicide, mm-hmm. and the, she does not believe it. But um, he, she is served with papers of the state that is uh is left it to her in her name from her late husband, and uh, she meets his brother, who is his attorney, which is weird. Um, the villain's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so gets her to sign and they seem to have a tumultuous, tumultuous relationship, the brothers, um, or at least the way that the alive one talked. Uh huh. Yeah. You think they might be working together at some point, or it may even just be the brother, um, that is using the invisible man's suit to mm-hmm. haunt her. Like he may have killed his brother. Yeah. And, and you really... Like the climax. That's what I thought. I called and I was like, oh, that's totally his brother. Climax of the movie after he's toyed with her uh, in some of the most haunting ways. Uh, setting, uh, setting the oven on fire. Um, picking her up and throwing her. Uh, recording her while sleeping. Yes. Yeah. Taking pictures of her. Oh, that was yeah. awful. Yeah. She finds his phone in the attic. Surprise. Yeah, so that's a twist, and then, yeah, the climax of the movie, all this build to, she's finally got some evidence after finding the phone, and going to show it to uh, her sister. I believe it's the phone she was using, using as evidence. Oh, As oh, they're yes. talking, and as she explains that he's still alive, her throat gets slit, oh. and you see a knife hanging there before yeah, for her like a split second. And you see her sister's reaction look of confusement and horror for Yeah. As is the viewer. And I <laughs> I shouted at the theater. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. it was one of the best kind this of when, reveals when, and moments, you know, surprises, I guess. When the camera cuts to the just the knife, mm-hmm. you just oh oh your heart. Or your stomach turns. They put. They take oh, her to jail. They take her to jail. And there's that scene. He messes with her. Where, where she's like, well, I'm, I'm just going to end it. I'm I'm going to end myself. So she takes the pen, stabs herself. No. She finds out she's pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's why she tries to kill herself or at least draw him out. And uh, he is in the prison cell with her, and she stabs herself, and he stops her, doesn't want to have his kid. And And that's where you actually first get to see him, other than when he uh, had paint spilled on him. You see the suit, yeah. You see the suit, like, flickering in and out. Yeah. Cool. Which is, it makes sense, because if you're going to have a suit, an invisible suit, like... yeah. Having a bunch of little cameras looking at the opposite side of whatever piece it's on, mm-hmm. 
you know, that'd probably be the only way you could do it. But then you'd have to figure out how to project that image over the cameras. Over them, yeah. But they didn't worry about that. They were, they just kind of showed it to yeah, you. It was like, this fine. is how it could work. Sure. It's believable. Well, it just, Optics yeah. technology. Optics technology, the guy's a genius. And then you just believe it. And it works. Yeah. That, it didn't seem too far. So then when he escaped. Up a stretch. When he escaped and he was fighting all those guards. Mm-hmm. It was brutal. Uh, just like taking shooting them out on the knee in the worst ways. Uh, so it really, the way he takes people out is uh, very intimidating. Um, because it's not just a quick death. Yeah, it's brutal. Her friends, her friends, her uh, friends that she moved in with for a short while before they kicked her out because she was acting crazy, but actually being haunted. Um, Friend that calls her by T. Yeah. Uh, hey T. Which they were great too. Hey Every, T, the daughter and the um, father. Um, he about dies. He about dies. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I thought he was dead. Invisible Man chases. Um, well, yeah, chases the main actress to uh, to the house where her friends live and where she used to live, and is going to kill the daughter uh, that she had befriended. By living there, the she main actor shows up and starts fighting he, with the um, invisible man. Throws paint on him. He uses a, a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher, yeah. And that looked really awesome. Yeah. And ends up just shooting him a whole bunch after setting it up, setting up the fire extinguisher. Once the and yeah, because she didn't know it. where it was when the fire happened when he was haunting her. Yeah, it was. And then we find out that it was the brother. Or was it the brother the whole time? We don't know yet. Because they pan back to his house, their old house. And it shows our late husband, who or they thought was late husband, was tied up in the basement. And she doesn't believe it for one minute once it hits the news and heads to his house to confirm to uh, confront him one last time. Yeah. She's ready. She got a plan. So earlier in the movie, they... Uh, she is walking with a purpose. She had set the suit in the closet and like hid it in her secret spot where she always hid Yeah, because she found stuff. the suit and that's how we as the mm-hmm. viewer... It was a really cool reveal of, you know, yes, it's real and she's not just crazy. Yeah. Uh, you kind of feel some relief there. So cut and to they're having dinner. Yeah, they're having dinner, and he, she's trying to negotiate, I guess, with him about um, if they were to ever get back together. Yeah, he's gonna have to say, "Yes, I really followed you. Yes, I'm the worst." And yes, I killed people. Uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. all these other trying to get crazy him to confess, conditions. Yeah. And then he leans over, looks at her, and he's like. How, you know, I just, I love you and other various and sundry things. How could that come as anything other yeah. than a yeah surprise? Mm-hmm. And we talked about this earlier, how we, it looked almost like it was CGI. That one shot of yeah. him saying that one yeah, thing as a surprise, uh, which it may how have they made been, the actor look, or maybe they just purposefully made it look more creepy and unsettling. 
Yeah. Because it was super creepy. Yeah. Um, and him saying a surprise is a callback to earlier when several times the text on the phone in the attic when she got a surprise from him that said a text that said surprise. Mm. And then later when she's almost in, dies yeah, in the hospital she's or something about hallucinating. So she's not sure even then. And are you here is surprise? Yeah. Um, so that was well done. And then she, she goes and puts on the suit that she hid and does the dirty deed whilst staying herself out of. She tells him she needs to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And comes out and cuts his throat. Yep. But her friend who she'd been staying with is a cop and he comes running in because he's supposed to get the confession recorded and she's just bebopping on out there just all happy. And she's yeah. got a bag with the suit in it. And she's like, well, what I heard was that he committed suicide. What What did you hear, friend? And he thinks long and hard. And he goes, that's what I heard, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was clever. I thought the whole thing was very clever. Well, and then um, at that moment, I'm sitting there going... Well, maybe she was the invisible man the whole time. She could have. I mean, it's a hard sell, but like it's another angle they threw in there to kind of keep you guessing. Oh, just yeah, they they kept you guessing for most of the movie, and so even in the end, um, I know I'm sure there's a ton of videos about endings explained because he didn't confess it. No, he didn't confess, and she had access to the suit. It was her the whole time. I'm just saying okay. it. It's not. I'm not saying that's what happened. Right, but right, I'm just right, saying right. It's another. It's another possibility that they yeah. throw in with the way they ended it there. Yeah, yeah. They just throw a little, little something at you. Lots. There's lots of curveballs in this movie. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And I think that's what that's what's cool about it. Keeps it fresh. Keeps you guessing. Um, the cop friend was awesome. His performance was great. I've never seen him. In anything, uh, he he looked like uh, Aldous Hodge. He's so jacked. Oh uh, yeah, he just leans know. over and like psh, gigantic piston poking out of his arm. <laughs> Everybody in the theater like giggles <laughs> for that very reason. Um, Apparently, he was in Jack Reacher. You see those movies? Yeah. Apparently, he was in that, and uh, I like him. Lady Killers a long time ago. Yeah. Some some weird stuff, but uh, but he was great. Yeah. Oh, and really, the daughter, daughter was awesome. Yeah. Uh, she had a Jimmy Kimmel interview. Her and the main actress came very close in the movie, and she had an interview. She was just on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay. She's wise for a kid. Yeah. Yeah. For someone that age. Yeah. She's probably twenty-seven in real life. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. How do you think they did the special effect of the Invisible Man? Because when, like, when he's actually invisible, like, there's literally nothing on set. We're just imagining it, like, yeah. In Jaws, we're just imagining a shark underwater until we actually see him. Mm-hmm. But as far as the effect, how do you think they did that? The effect mm-hmm. of when it's fading? when he's like flickering, flickering. When you see any? I mean, it's not a green suit. It could be a, a green suit. Uh, 
Gotta be right. And then maybe it's like when they painted, when they like had the paint on him, when they had paint on him, my guess is it was probably a green, a green suit. And then they threw paint on him and then they just keyed the green out. And all you're left with is the paint left on. But mm-hmm. when it's like showing the parts of his suit that are like all technological, like, the, oh. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, I, I bet what they did was they motion captured dude's movements and then they could do whatever they wanted after that. They could, yeah, they you're could right. Put they any don't type use skin green suits anymore. They just use motion capture. Yeah. Motion capture. And then yeah. Paint it with different uh, effects. I heard something that blew my mind and also made me kind of sad regarding technology and movies. Uh, you watched Mandalorian, didn't you? Yeah. So get this. Most of that movie, the backdrop Mandalorian. Yeah. Series. It was like, but was like a mini version of the Truman show. <laughs> Except like, yeah, they could put whatever they wanted. Background. Yeah. Especially the like, series. Nothing was shot on location. It yeah. was, it was all in this gigantic OLED screen dome and they can just, yeah. they, they just picked and choose exactly what they wanted in the scene and do it in real time. Like they used uh unreal engine, which is like a video game engine to mm. just do it all in real time. That's and it's it photorealistic. And, and when the camera moved, that's the one knock against it. I would say, but I guess, I mean, it looks but real, but the, the thing is no one's going to shoot outside anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, unless you're, you're a big Doing studio like Disney. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to pay for this, but yeah. I'm just thinking no one's going to want to shoot outside anymore because no one even noticed. Yeah. I mean, it looked, it looked it, great. It looked a hundred percent real, but I guess it didn't feel, it did feel like everything was just a set. Yeah. Yeah, didn't didn't quite have that mm. that organicness to it, of, and not a big set. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, that was just a little tangent. Uh, so how would you? Uh, is there anything you feel like it's like ah, I wish they could have done this better, or wish they wouldn't have done this or that? I don't know. I thought it was a pretty clean version of it. Um, I don't. I don't know how much more they could have done with the story, but they they gave their own uh, style. He gave his own take on it. Yeah, I agree. It was a better one. The original character, Visible Man, I think is pretty hokey. Um, so to adapt him and kind that, of and, and make him work in this that concept was cool back in the day. <laughs> in the 40s like how are we gonna make an invisible man and now it's like well yeah motion capture and Uh, that kind of deal i think he was in the league of extraordinary gentlemen did you see that invisible man he was in that movie the league i never saw gentlemen yeah it was sean carney's last movie sad was it yeah it ruined him (laughs) Well, it broke him. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that's why. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they had they picked a great actress for it. It's someone that people recognize. It's like, hey, I've seen her in other things, things that are good. But it's someone you, you haven't 
you know, seen a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, just cool. Just a cool movie. Yeah. I don't really have anything bad to say about it. I just, I, li- I really love the intro. You know, it's yeah. going to be good, even from the little intro. And she's like trying to escape. Oh, yeah. And the music design was really cool. Like, very, like, kind of synthy and. Synthy and Loki and, yeah. <laughs> just interesting. Mm hmm. Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to poo poo it for anything, really, no. at this point. I, I loved it. And everyone in the theater loved it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody was on edge for most of the movie and very convinced that Invisible Man was everywhere. What uh, what you gonna give it? I'll go with a three. A three? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> I just. Uh, it's an for you. It's an just. A, it's a good enjoyable yeah. movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh yeah. I mean, I could have gone four maybe, but I don't. Probably won't age super well. No, that's a good point. That's a good but, point. But the performance is good, and it's a fresh take, and sure, or just uh, it it made it relevant. But still, it's not a classic it's not a yeah it's not even a movie it's like it's not something you're really gonna go oh that's underrated yeah i guess i don't know maybe maybe are you will you watch it again probably not no yeah no and i think that factors into it too it it was a great movie to come out at this time of the year it really because everything else is one star currently (laughs) yeah or most of it. It really kind of captured. Everyone was talking about it randomly. All of a sudden, it was like Invisible Man. Yeah, that that. Uh, everyone's like, I don't know, man. I heard it's really good. I heard it's really good. I heard you just go see it, and lo and behold, it was really good. It's it's uh it's almost like Scream, and Scream is like a classic, but it's but it's in that same vein almost, in some points. Scream. The original Scream. Like in the 90s? Scream 2. Yeah. Uh, You saw those, right? I guess not. Oh. I think well, I saw we got some. Were, were they kind of like, did they make fun of other? No. There was not like, like Scary it, Movie, it, it, no, 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 which no. made fun of Scream. Right. It wasn't a parody. No. But it, it made it like commenty, commentary of like those other kind of movies. Scream? Yeah. Here's what we'll do. We'll review Scream. Oh. Because I've never really watched it. Oh, you should. And heard what other people said about it. So it'll be good. It should. So that'll come up soon. Uh, I'll give it a four. Just tremendous. I'm fine with that. Yeah. 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 Just really well done movie. Kind of an original idea. Um, I'm going to get some hate for the threes. No. (laughs) I'm very good with a three. I don't give a movie a five unless I feel like I'm gonna like own it, right? And me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Or or watch it again. Yeah. And while I think this is exceptionally well done, and I'm leaning towards five, I just can't because I don't think I'll ever probably watch it again. No. I don't like it that much. I think that's what hurt it a lot for me. It's not rewatchable, I guess. Yeah. It's a good like date movie. 
You know, my yeah. wife hates scary movies, and she enjoyed the heck out of this. And it's not a... There's no, like, romance. There's no... There's no little B, um, B story with yeah, romance with, or anything. No, there's not a, a guy, a love interest for even, you know, a good love interest. So, right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. She was killer. There you go. The Invisible Man. Go see Check it, it out. Probably go see a matinee or it's something. Worth it. Uh, it worth might, it. might even be in digital soon. You don't go to a movie for the next month. Yeah. Go to that one. Sure. So our next episode, we'll probably talk about The Way uh, Back with Ben Affleck. Uh, spring onward. is coming, and so are movies, hopefully. So, oh, and then Black Widow. <laughs> oh, that old thing. <laughs> probably be obligated to see that one just because that, that's what they do now. It's like, well, it's all connected, so I got to see how it affects all the other ones that are connected. No, you know what I mean? No, I don't. Yeah, I kind of the same way. There's a lot of, I mean, Avengers Endgame happened. That's a, that's I'm good. I got all the payoffs I wanted out of that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I even went back and watched uh, some of the old Avengers movies, and they were like yeah. Thor one and oh. like Avengers two. Thor, yeah, Thor two's bad. Yeah, Thor two is awful. But yeah, there's a lot of those that I'm. I'm fine. Just kind of shrug your shoulders. It's like, eh, Iron Man 1, cool. Iron Man 2, eh. (coughs) Never watch it again. Iron Man 3, never, definitely never watch it again. (laughs) Um, Even though the kid was cool, but still. uh, They took a cool villain that was going to be cool and made him into a joke just for giggles. Can't always get what you want. So some of the newer stuff. WandaVision, I'll watch. I don't care about Winter Winter Soldier, Winter Soldier Falcon Man. I don't care. You gonna play the Final Fantasy VII remake? No, I'll watch you play it. Maybe for a minute. It's really pretty. I'm sure. Yeah, I think the original in the '90s it took like 90 hours to play. Oh my god! (laughs) There was what seven discs? Yeah, because it was like not even a full DVD. It was like a CD-ROM. Story can't be that good. We'll see. Oh, I just, I never played them. I never had a I have nothing to judge them off of. It was more of an Xbox kid. Yeah. Me too. Well, welcome to the Abby Singer, the <laughs> world's greatest gaming podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We might yeah, do a bonus gaming episode. Oh. Ooh. For the real fans. Yeah, for you oh. real big gamers out there. <laughs> all you gamers. I know everyone's into Fortnite, and it's apparently cool to be a gamer now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm on Twitch, guys. Uh, come on watch Twitch. me on Twitch. Uh, <laughs> well, that's going to do it. That'll do. That'll do. That'll, that'll do. That wrapped up lucky number 11. Of the Abby Singer podcast. That's big. Uh, So we're on our way up to pretty soon we'll have a thousand. (laughs) (laughs) You just got to do it a thousand more times. We're almost to ten. Hey, that was quick. You got to run before you can skip, as it were. (laughs) (laughs) You got to run before you can fall. 
You gotta walk before you can run. That's what the, or crawl before you can walk. That's really what we're doing. We're crawling before or, we walk. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's wrap this up. Ears are probably bleeding. Oh, mine are. <laughs> My name's Ben. Is it though? And your name is? I don't know. I don't know. It's too late. You don't have a name? I don't have a name. I'm the invisible name. Okay. Invisible name. <laughs> Aaron. Right, that, that's Aaron. It's your boy. And we'll see you next time. On, on the, the ABC. ABC. Or...